Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. started fighting themselves and they were all destroyed. And now they went in Jerusalem praising God, and all the countries round about fell under the fear of God. They were all scared. They said, look at this. Israel came out of nowhere with nothing, and the people started fighting themselves in front of each other, and they all ended up dying. What is God going to do with us? They saw the power of God. The same way with Jericho. Many, 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 many examples I have that I've looked up and I've studied and looked at concerning this truth, concerning God the Creator. In Titus, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11, it says, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Verse 12, if we suffer, he shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. 13, if we believe not, if I just don't believe not yet. Look at the next part of the verse. He yet abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Abraham's body was now dead. As far as reproduction, what did he have? Nothing. John, do you have a song? If you have a song, uh, no song specifically. For some reason, I'm thinking since I said this about the, the group, I know there is no practice, but maybe there is a song. I would say, uh, may, the, may the singers that I believe have the ministry of singing, may they come up and get ready to sing a song which I do not know of, except perhaps our God reigns. Or... If maybe uh, Matt and Monica, as they're thinking, and, and John, put your heads together and decide on a song. I just think maybe there's a time of rejoicing at the end. Am I right or am I wrong? This is a wonderful truth. Abraham was now dead as far as reproduction. He had nothing. Israel pushed down into the inescapable tomb by the Dead Sea. They came into the Dead Sea... They came down toward the Dead Sea and they had this great, great praise report because they came out of Egypt and it looked like Pharaoh has been completely defeated. And next thing they look over their shoulders and now ah, there comes Pharaoh and his best military and the best captains, even him and his sons, it says, and came right down into the point of, um, uh, what is the place? I've just been there two years ago. Um, what is it, Martha? Where were the children of Israel when they crossed the Red Sea? Come on, help me out, somebody. Nueva. Yes, Nueva. They came right down into Nueva, and then it says the sea blocked them in. They couldn't go back over the mountains. They couldn't go this way over the mountains because the army was standing right in back of them. And there they were dead. In that place of nothing, what can we do? Can we go this way? Can we, we, can't, we, we can't swim across. It's seven miles. It's too deep. It's a shark in the water and all that. Still is to this day. What do we do? We're dead. God says, that's where I wanted you. Once I see nothing, he opened the waters, and there they go. They saw nothing. God saw that they had nothing, if I can say it right. They had nothing. There was nothing. They didn't have boats to carry them across. The water was too deep, several thousand feet deep. There's no way we can cross this. We, what do we do? What do we do? Person might have complained, said, God, what do you, why did you bring out, us out in this place and you can't take us on? You might have said the same thing. You might have said, God, why did you make me aware of this truth, but you will not take me further? And when they came out to the place where God saw 
They gave up. They were ready to die right there. He says, ah, Moses, what do you have in your hand? That rod, it's a rod. Put it in the water. And and the water opened up as walls, high walls, several thousand feet high. And they were wide. And the people could have looked and looked. This is not safe. We've never walked between walls of water. It's not safe. Let alone coming past the canal. When there's a canal with a high wall, is it going to release? Is it going to be safe? Here was a wall, and they crossed over by, say it, faith. They crossed over by faith. Why? Because God saw that they were a sitting dead duck and said, ah. Here, I can show my power. Here, I can show who I am. I can do the creating again, and I will create a wall of water, and I will create air that will blow through there and dry it up where they can go across. Oh, the next group of people follow right behind saying, oh, wow, look at that water. Yeah, it is kind of a marvel, but you know what? We've got our ammunition. We're still going to get them. We've got everything we need. We're not dead. They probably looked at each other and said, we're not dead. And God saw they were not dead and destroyed them all. How did he do it? That which was not dead, now he makes dead. And the ones that were dead, he made life. So death worketh in us. Jonah, three days in the belly of a whale. What was he doing? The Mediterranean Sea, running from God. In the Mediterranean Sea, think of it. He was a preacher. He was a powerful preacher, according to the Bible. Next to him, according to the New Testament, we read that also John the Baptist being another powerful preacher, where both of them called cities to repentance and countries to repentance. So what happens here? He says, God's job's too big. I'm going to run. And he just kind of quietly sneaked away and went into a boat, and there he went all the way in the bottom, way in the bottom, so everything's safe. All at once. You know the story. Next thing you know, there was a mouth that was open in the sea because he said, I'm the one that has caused this. Throw me in. And as he was thrown in the sea, God prepared a fish. People say it was a whale. I don't know. It might have been a fish for that moment. It might have been something that you have never seen and the world has never seen since. I don't know. But he said, God prepared a fish. And when God can prepare something and create something, he can do anything. So he did something there. He created a fish, and it came, and he sat in that fish. And there he sat. Can you imagine how this, what this man was thinking? Oh, I'd do anything if I could just go back to Nineveh and preach. If I could just, because he still had it in him. But where was he? There he was inside the belly of that whatever it was, a big fish. He was locked into death. There's no way that he'll survive it. And God saw him. And he saw a dead man in a fish that cannot come out. And God said, spit him out to the fish. And he spit him out. And here he comes. And he goes running. And he goes back into Nineveh. And the people repented. There's a whole story behind that that I'm leaving out that I will not take time. We go with Lazarus. He stinks. Four nights, four days and four nights in a tomb. And they opened the tomb. Oh, they could smell him. And Jesus, you say he's sleeping? Sleeping people don't smell like this. But what God smelled was death. 
And he says, when I see this Lazarus is not able to walk, his heart is not beating, there's nothing working in him, I smell this. And he said, because mm. I'm always looking for nothing to make something. And Jesus just walked up to the tomb and he said, Lazarus! And he came right out of that tomb. If Lazarus can come out of a tomb, can you have a tomb that is too deep for the voice of God to reach? Once he sees that you're dead. This Sunday I did not pray that God would heal people as I'm speaking today. But last Sunday I did. And there was people healed right in the service. Right in the middle of the service were healed. That I found out they told me later. I believe this is what God wants. That God would heal. There's people are here that have diseases that are not curable. They are not curable. Medicines will not cure it. There's a signature on there. Dead. God, one of these days you will see it. A man back here that cannot walk. One of these days. God will see him. And he will stand and walk. God has done it before. It's not a surprise. Amen. Death. The Son of Man, the Son of Je uh, Jesus, the Son of God was in the tomb for three days. God had to put him in the tomb and lock it up, and it was even sealed with a pin. I saw the metal. Put into his seal. Saw the tomb. There it was. The stone disintegrated. Nobody knows where the stone is. It will never be covered. It might be in heaven. I don't know. But there it was. Nothing. Nothing. The Son of God became nothing. He went into the tomb and became nothing. And that permeated, that nothingness permeated for three days. In Lazarus, it permeated for four days. And all at once, here he comes. The power of God and the resurrection of, power, of the power of God that we still have in our day at this moment, this very time. Because God saw his son was dead. He's looking for that. Romans chapter 1 verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. This is the great principle of the creator. I'm ready to be finished here if the singers want to come in. <clears throat> this is the message of the great creator. In Romans, you look at it, it says that the people... Let me read it again. I was distracted a bit. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. You see, the tendency for the world is to, to, um, is, is, is to uh, worship the creature. And how do you worship the creature? It's like this. It's, I can do better than that. I can do better than that. And I will not fall under that defeat. You can boost him up. You can egoize him. There's no proper word like that. But you can dress him up and make him look at the best of the best of the best. You know what? That's what the world, how the world uh, worships the creature. But we worship the creator. And the Bible says because that we worship the creature and we worship that which the, uh, the man is able to do, we worship that. 
He gives us over into vile affections to do things that are not convenient. And he talks about the whole realm of things from homosexuality to all kinds of vile affections. And it is poured out into the world that way. We never worship the creature. By me saying to myself, before I stand up here to preach, if I'm in the back here, you should have heard me today. I was in the bathroom a little bit yet, and I said, God, I just, I just have nothing. I just don't know how I can get up. I just, it just, I'm so, I'm so nothing, and I'm not trying to feel nothing. There's nothing there when I get behind this pulpit, and I know that's what it always looks for. That's the life of a preacher. Lord, I have nothing. I have nothing. It just seems that there's so much empty because when I'm nothing, he will do something. That's what the Bible says. When I become nothing, he sees that nothing. Now, worshiping the creature is standing out there and saying, ha, can't wait to get in there. Oh, I've got something to tell him today. Wow. Oh, yes, yes, it's all over me. Oh, I'm going to mm, try my best. That's worshiping the creature. Do you hear me? That's worshiping the creature. And the Bible says because of that, at the end time, because of worshiping the creature more than the creator, he will turn us over to things and sins that will destroy. That's what's happening to the world. And what's so sad is that the church is turning to the worldly fashions and ideas concerning self-aids for man. We take the world council right out of Egypt. We bring it into the church. And we have the council that we need to learn to cope with our issues rather than be delivered from them. Amen? God is a God of miracles, and he does it by way of being a creator. God is a creator. Can you join me in saying that at the end? God is a creator. Now let's say it. God is my creator. God is my creator. Amen. Amen. Walk in what you heard. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.